You're listening to the Cook and Bartender Podcast with hosts Adam and Tiny, talking everything you want to know about the hospitality industry. And now on with our show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Cook and Bartender Show. Chef Tiny. Hey, welcome. It's nice to be back. How are you doing, bud? I'm doing great. Well, welcome, community. Thanks for listening. We got some uh, good feedback from our first one. Glad everybody tuned in. Uh, keep it coming. Spread the love. We appreciate you. It was fun. Fun. Sorry for the, the delay, but I had a little case of the COVID, so I had to shut down for 10 days and isolate, which, you know, actually did a good job for me because I was uh, happy to be away from people for a few days. Nice little break. Yes, it was fun. Luckily, your symptoms were mild and got over it okay, so good to hear. Yes. Oh, as long as we started, let's cheers. You oh, know, yeah, cheers. Got the drinks for the day. For the next episode. Yeah. Welcome. All right. So, yeah, Tiny had a little COVID. We had a little delay. So, that kind of leads us into our next topic, and it's a topic that was requested by a friend of mine. Shout out to my boy, Zach, laid up in the hospital. Remember, your cast is temporary. Wu-Tang is forever. But, yeah, he had a... Uh, idea, first suggestion from one of our listeners to kind of talk about this last year and all the COVID craziness that's been happening, especially with the bar and restaurant industry. Yeah, it's been really a game changer this year. I can't tell you, I've never had in my 35 years anything like this. Yeah. I mean, not even when AIDS was out, you know, when AIDS was huge, but there was nothing like this. Right, right. We just walked on the other side of the street back then. <laughs> no, man. No, no, nobody shut down. Nope. Nobody shut down. It was just all, all go. But this whole shutdown thing for three months was kind of hard. It really was. Luckily for us here, we were kind of in our off season. We were, where I worked was actually closed for a big part of that shutdown. Um, you had to shut down the whole time. Yeah, I had to shut down. But it was great because they closed us the, the day after snowmobile season. So I was like, well, there's nobody here and it was nothing to do. So it was like the perfect storm i want to say or the perfect time perfect timing yeah for me shut down i mean it still sucked so it, it didn't it didn't affect us as bad as it affected a lot of the nation you know there's places right now that are still capacity limits uh social distancing requirements up here we we have none of that we just have it at commercial stores like walmart and all that but even our walmart took away the stand six feet away from you and all the other stuff and so it, it is kind of different it's weird yeah it's kind of crazy to talk to people in other areas that have you know still have the, the masks are super enforced and, uh, you know, still have no bar stools and you can't sit at the bar. There's plexiglass. As a bartender, that blows my mind because they don't need bartenders anymore. <laughs> I feel like I was in, I go to a couple places I've gone to to have dinner and they have the plexiglass there. And now I feel like I'm in jail or I'm like, hi, I'm uh, prisoner number 105 here to meet somebody. <laughs> right. I feel like I'm cashing a check at the bank or something. <laughs> <Yo. you know? laughs> Here's my money. Can I have a draw, please? Uh, yeah, that whole thing. Uh, it's interesting. You know, I talk to friends in other areas, like I said, and they're still, you know, just coming out of restrictions. A lot of places I'm looking at traveling during my off time and it's amazing to see the restrictions they have and up here it was kind of funny because early in the lockdown thing we we were one of the few states that the supreme court got involved and overturned everything basically stripped the governor powerless so it went from like complete shutdown to back to back to normal like overnight yep and it depends on your county too you're at some counties enforced it some counties didn't our county enforced it if the owner or the business owner had a problem but if people would call the sheriff's department they're like hey they're not wearing masks here they're like well it's up to the establishment so the, you know, the sheriff's like, we have too much other stuff going on to... To, to enforce masks everywhere. Yeah. Now. Exactly. Exactly. So in a sense, we were affected early on. And then as the season progressed, it's kind of strange to say, but we benefited from the pandemic in this area in a lot of ways. Oh, definitely. Because we had, you know, we were a resort town. We have lake fishing. So a lot of the fishing people were, you know, they couldn't go to Canada. So they came here to get the big fish. Yeah. Musky fishing, walleye fishing. Everyone goes to Canada for their whole life. Still can't cross no, the border. No, you can't. You can't cross the border yet. So they were looking for closer areas that felt like Canada. 
Canada, which this area does, um, that they could still get decent fish. So a lot of new faces to the area that'll return that said, I'm never coming, going back to Canada. This is half the distance. So like marketing for the community was tremendous just in that aspect alone of new people. We also had an influx of new people because a lot of people from Michigan or Minnesota that also have good fishing lakes, their resorts were closed or their bar at their resorts were closed. So they were checking out new areas and it's, you know, two, three, four hour drive to here. A lot of new faces to the area. Yeah, tons of new faces. And plus we have a lot of resorts. I mean, I know the resorts around here were, so they had the best year they ever had and some have been around for 50 years, 60 years. Yep. You know, it's been in the family for that long. And they said this has been the best year because, you know, people were coming up here to go fishing or just getting away from the cities. Yeah, it was wild. We had a great summer season and this is our best winter in nine years. The place that I've worked at has the current owners. Yeah, yeah because we're lucky because of the Minnesota kind of closed down and Michigan closed down their uh, snowmobile trail. So we had just enough snow and kept the snow. There's no snowmobiles here. So it was awesome for me. Yeah, and they like to ride. They like to stop, warm up, have some drinks. They like they like an area that has lots of bars, restaurants to go to. And uh, we were their destination spot. So yeah, we actually, I feel like this year I ran harder than I ever have. It was insane. I had more busy days than non-busy days this year. It was great. I mean, still, I'm still rec- not recovering from the three months off. Snowmobilers did definitely help a yeah. lot. And I feel for anybody in any area that is restricted still, that's still out of work or lack of work, less hours, businesses that closed. Like I said, we thrived. But when you really think about the whole the whole nation, you know, it's yeah. tough business to be in this this past year. It's horrible. I, I mean, I have a lot of friends around the countryside and I've called them and talked to them and they're like, you know, we, we've we been on business long enough that we have enough backing or we, we don't have the loan for the building. So we're, you know, free and clear that away. But people that started their businesses and then also got shut down, there's no money there. So they got they closed. Yep. Yep. Even in my past travels to see, you know, bars that I went to my whole life and they're gone. They're done. You know, staples of the community and for 40 years and just nothing now. Right. Even in my hometown where I went back there for Christmas, it was like, I want to go and talk to my friends, but there was no bars or nothing open. So where you want to go to sit in the shopping mall six feet away from each other with masks? It's yeah. not no fun. <laughs> right, right. Hey, what's that? The Victoria's Secrets today? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. That's just crazy. It's a wild, wild. Uh, right. And then in this industry as a bartender, it was so weird this year because one, it was a political year and two, it was pandemic year um, to be a bartender. Even though it was busy and it was good money, it wasn't a lot of fun because I feel like 90% of the conversation was just about masks and COVID and everybody was an expert and at night, everybody was drunk and even more intense of an expert. Oh, yeah. And then it would be like, you know, this fighting gets in, this is going to happen and that, blah, blah. And then they always try to get me to talk with them and what side I was on. I'm like, ah, yeah, how are the hash browns, you know? I'm not, <laughs> right, talking, exactly. I'm not telling you what I'm thinking about anything. I just, right. How are the hash browns doing? How's that Moscow mule? <laughs> yeah. That's all I want to know. Right. Exactly. So, it was, it was weird because normally a lot of families return and come back, you know, usually hearing about their grandkids or their son or sports or whatever. But this year it was like literally just talking about masks, politics, and COVID. I've talked to some of the people come here and to my place and they're like, thank God I don't have to wear a mask. And I'm like, oh, what? And like, I forget that they come from like Illinois where they have to wear a mask or I where they have to wear a mask. And, you know, you see them walking up to the door and they're looking for the, they have to have a mask on sign and I don't have one. But I, if you want to wear one, I'm not going to tell you no. You know, my waitress wears one. Yep. I don't wear one because I'm in this hot box of the kitchen. Yeah. And that was really weird too, the whole mask thing. We uh, we have no policies that require you to wear a mask in. A lot of places you wear a mask, you could sit down, take it off or take it off when you're, take a sip of your drink, put it back on. We didn't have any of that, but we were wearing masks at our place and it was so interesting to see the polarization, I would call it, of the response. You know, half the people would come in. No, I would say 20% of the people would come in and say, thanks for wearing a mask. You're one of the few establishments up here doing it. We appreciate it. And then I would say 60 to 80% were almost kind of rude about it, even though we weren't making them wear a mask. Like, they would give a shit for wearing them. And oh, was, yeah. Was My waitress got shit for wearing a mask. I had, and sometimes I'd, I'd, if I heard it, I'm like, hey, she can wear a mask. You know, it's not. Yeah, we're doing it for you. Doing it for you. And, you know, we're not doing it because we 
want to do it. <laughs> right. Nobody wants to wake up and throw their mask on and start their day. You know? <laughs> and well, actually, it's hard, harder when she, my witch, has her mask on. It's harder for me to, like, in the kitchen, like, probably read part of her lips. And I, like, what? What? What is that? Yeah. You know? That's a very good point. Because I notice that a lot as a bartender, and especially with tables out there, a lot of the communication, it's amazing the amount of lip reading we don't even know we do. Yeah. And, you know, even with your coworker, they say something, and you're like, what? You got you to pull the mask down to, to see their lips. Yep. Especially if it's loud or whatever. You're Like you said, you're in the kitchen. She's out here. And I'm like, oh, I can't hear you. And she's like, blah, 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 even louder. And she gets mad at me. Like, well, I can't hear you. And I'm, I must read lips more than I really think I do. Yeah. You I, know? I learned that for sure. That was just, it was a rude awakening for me. But but all in all, yeah, what a what a wild ride. I Hopefully hopefully this year turns around a little bit. I hope so, too. I mean, it's going to be helping a lot with the vaccines coming out and all that. And hopefully that does a good job. I'm, I know a lot of people are getting it, so good for them. I've heard a yeah, good amount of people that said they got their first dose or their second no. one. And that's cool. Makes me feel more comfortable as a bartender in a packed bar with very loud people breathing in my face all day. <laughs> right. and, uh, <laughs> I want a Bud Light! I a Captain on Coke! And they're like, you're four <laughs> inches away from me. I got you. <laughs> you. You could just hold your glass up and I know what you want. Right. But yeah, too, super funny. Yeah, and, and for me, I the stuff we do to keep the tables clean and different, you know, wipe this down, wipe that down, different products I use to keep stuff cleaner. And I try to get, I don't want to say organic products, but more healthier products. Not so, I don't know what to say, how to, uh, that is, but... Didn't you install a new, uh, like, furnace uh, uh, system, too? Yeah, and I, and I had to go to put a furnace in there this year, and so I went the extra step and put a UV pollinizer or ionizer light in there, so it purifies the air, and, you know, it's also supposed to have the modern technology of cold plasma. I've never heard of it. And it's supposed to, like, sanitize tables and everything, and the air around you. It's really cool, and, of course, you know, it costs a couple of extra thousand dollars to do it, but I might as well play it safe. Yep, it's for the better of it's, everyone. It's better for everyone. And then, actually, it's... I don't know how to explain this, but when you walk in, especially when I walk in the morning, I start turning things on. This place doesn't smell like a restaurant. It smells like a home. Sweet. You know, restaurants always have that restaurant smell. <laughs> right. You know, food, grease, whatever you want to say. But that, that, that little light UV thing totally gets rid of it. It's really weird to walk in like, oh, it smells like a house, not a restaurant. So not only are you safer at his diner, it's a better smelling place. So <laughs> right? stop on by. If your neighbor farts, you might not smell it. <laughs> this season, we definitely need that. <laughs> right? That was one of the best things when I had lost my uh, sniffer for five or seven days. I couldn't smell my farts. It <laughs> was the best thing ever. I could eat sauerkraut all day long. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I know, right? Too personal. Sorry. <laughs> Too funny. Too. I'm glad that was your only symptom, though. Like I said, I've known a lot of people that have uh, been diagnosed with it. I've seen all the ranges of symptoms from, you know, mild, like you said, you lost your sense of smell, mild cold symptoms. Yep. That's it. And I know a lot of people that were really, really struggling with it for two, three weeks. A lot of people that still have that long COVID, you know, struggle. Oh, I met a guy a couple days ago that he hasn't had a sniffer since October. I'm like, whoa. I won't know what to do. I mean, as a, a chef, I use my sniffer on a lot of stuff. Yeah, for real. I mean, I had the taste, but you still, you don't taste everything right when you don't have your smell because smell, your smell does a lot to your taste. It's yeah. kind of weird, but it is what it is. They are connected. Yep. Anybody that doesn't smell, I, that's a whole new life for me for seven, five, seven days, whatever it was. I'm like, wow, this is weird. I, this should taste different, you know, because I can't smell it, so it tastes different. It was really through my brain for a loop there for a few days. A lot of people were using coffee. I was reading as a test when they lost their smell, like they would get up in the morning and smell their coffee grounds. Oh, yeah? That's the day, cool. Because the, the day they sat that smell back, that's when they knew they were getting over it. Mine, I got up 
one morning and I got hungry, so I went and got myself some good old bacon and I opened the package of bacon. I'm like, oh, that's smoke. I smell bacon. <laughs> oh my God. And it just started coming back after that. I'm like, oh. That is the best it. first smell to come back to, though, bacon. Oh, man. And I put it in the pan and frying it. And I'm just standing over it like a, I don't know, like it's Christmas or something. I want to open the package. <laughs> like, I can smell. I can smell. All I want for Christmas is bacon. You're right. <laughs> Too funny. I you know. I wonder if they have a air freshener, bacon air fresheners. I would put one in my truck. Yeah. <laughs> Here comes him. I can smell him half my way. I'm, fo- I'm following behind you. I'm like, that's got to be tiny. I smell bacon in my window. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But yeah, so that's it's been a weird topic. And like I said, we, uh, we got through it. We're still getting through it. A lot of people are in worse shape than us. So hang in there. Keep your heads up. Yeah. Uh, it'll come back to normal at one point. And to anybody, like I said, that's been displaced, we feel for you. Anybody that's looking for work too, reach out to our email. We got some seasonal positions coming up. Do we have email, right? We do. It's uh, cookingbartender at gmail.com. Cookingbartender at gmail.com. All one word, lowercase. Yep. All one word, lowercase. Beautiful. Anyone looking for seasonal work that's been in the business and has a passion and some uh, drive for it, shoot out an email and maybe we can hook you up with something. Yeah. See what we can do. Yeah. Because we, 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 like I said, we benefit from it in a, in a weird way. So anything we can do to help anyone out who's displaced but has that good natural instinct and wants to want a little summer job yeah get a little get away from the summer too get away from your city that you live in or wherever come up to the north woods and play yep that would be fun yeah work hard play hard all right and we definitely do we definitely do play hard yeah make some money and uh, get back in the game it'd be fun it'd be fun to have new faces around here too it would it would you know different life it's always fun to have new life and places because it brings new talent new ideas nice to have change once in a while yep in a seasonal small in a small community it's good to see change we're lucky that we're a seasonal community because we can bring in this you know summer peak season summer help new faces some of them stick around and and, and actually improve the community so yeah I mean, that's how i got here Jeez, i came here for a summer and man, five years later you can't get rid of me <laughs> i uh well i guess i kind of did the same thing got kicked out of my one job and my friend called me and said you're getting too old and too grumpy to work for anybody else you should open this place up i told him to uh f off <laughs> and now look here i am my own place i like the filtered f <laughs> right yeah i'm trying <laughs> we're trying hard it, it, it took a little bit of brain power for that one i know i might be a little lack now two points down we got to get two curses off every episode we were told yep that's what i'm we're planning on doing <laughs> so there's one curse <laughs> Check mark. Perfect. So, yeah, I don't know. Anything else you got on this topic here? Uh, it was uh, just a quick COVID one. It yeah, kind, kind of stemmed a... from my buddy who recommended it and then happened to be right timing because uh, Tiny actually got diagnosed. So, you know, it, it's, yep. a, it's really out there. Sorry for the delay in this. We want to get more of this out because we're having fun doing this new podcast thing. We whole new venture for us. Yep. So, so once again, appreciate anyone listening. The support has been tremendous. Uh, good and bad and ugly feedback. All welcome. Suggestions are welcome. Hopefully, we'll be get going and do maybe do one a week, I'm thinking. I think so. All right, all right. <laughs> so does the audience. They like it too. <laughs> they love it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and, you know, oh, and uh, for the COVID thing, there's a lot of places, you know, summer houses around here that are summer, you know, four seasons. And this year, people, because you can work through email and all that stuff, there was a lot more people up here that, that would otherwise be at home working in an office somewhere. But now they can do it on. Now they're staying at their yeah, weekend homes. Yep, they're not staying at the weekend homes. And yeah, we have some guys that are, so they have, they've been working from home up here. They live in three hours away, but they've been here for almost a year now. Yeah, and then they're like, well, now this is their full time residence kind of thing and they go to their part time residence in their real home <laughs> <laughs> right it's like what strange world very strange we, can, we can't work from home though uh, no I guess not but I feel like the bar is home I wonder if they could have like Star Trek you know you can like just send it across in the waves to somebody at home <laughs> <laughs> There you go. There's your drink. <laughs> Can you uh, Apple pay me five bucks for that, please? <laughs> right. Oh, thanks for the tip. Yeah, here's your hash browns. 
<laughs> I just scanned it and sent it to you. Yep. That'd be awesome. <laughs> right on, right on. Once again, we're looking for people with technology that could help us on that. Always looking for that, and yeah, always looking for good help up here, too. So, um, But yeah, a couple other topics coming up, just to keep you in the loop. Not sure what order they're going to be in. We're going to do an episode on, uh, I think, the people in your workplace become your family, you know, the longer you work with them. Yeah. The longer it, you're on the line with them, or bartending in front of the house, back of the house. And I mean, you're putting 40 hours in with them. Yeah. I mean, you're almost like family after a while. Yep. So we'll we'll touch on that for an episode. And uh, Yeah. I mean, we just want to keep this one a little short because, you know, what else can you talk about COVID? Because we've all heard about COVID for a year. So. Yes. I'm over it. Uh, but thanks for listening. And we'll, uh, we'll, we'll see you in the next episode. Yeah. Have fun. And we'll talk to you later. Awesome.